Remember, parents and students, you can always submit your college recruiting questions to us at any time, and we will answer them and address you personally on the podcast. Submit your questions by sending an email to info at collegerecruitingexperts.com and put in the subject line podcast. We will review those daily, and who knows, we may answer your question right here on the podcast. Also, if we choose your question, we will send you a 50% off coupon code to join College Recruiting Expert, where all of your questions are answered. Welcome to another College Recruiting Expert podcast episode, the ultimate guide for high school student-athletes and their parents embarking on the journey to play sports at the collegiate level. Each episode, we tackle the burning questions surrounding college recruitment. Joining us are former head coaches from legendary college programs, our experts, who share their wisdom on the do's and don'ts of the recruiting process. Whether you're a student, parent, guiding counselor, or coach, we've got you covered with brief and insightful episodes. Let's dive into the world of college recruitment together as we uncover the secrets, tips, and information to position yourself for success. Today, we welcome back Coach Jen Goodwin, a seasoned softball coach with over 20 years of experience, including 10 years of success as the head softball coach at Yale University. Prior to Yale, she made notable contributions to the NFCA and had successful coaching stints at Harvard, Dartmouth, and San Jose State. Jen's exceptional playing career at Bridgewater State, where she was a three-time All-American, further solidifies her legacy in the sport, marked by multiple Hall of Fame inductions. She knows exactly how coaches recruit, and more importantly, she knows what you should do and what you should not do during the recruiting process, saving you time, energy, and a lot of money. Coach Goodwin, how are you today? I'm doing great. Coach Goodwin, how are you today? I'm doing great today. How are you? Doing great. We have some excellent questions that came in. First one from Janelle, Columbia, Maryland, class of 2026, asked, Some of my teammates are sharing that they are D1 commits. What does that mean? And should I feel badly that I am not a D1 commit at this time? Yeah, that's a a really good question. And I know that that's a common concern for a lot of folks um, at your age. You know, being somebody who is a sophomore in high school, there shouldn't be a lot of commits in, in that class, but it is possible that other people on your team are committed. Now, what committed means is that a college coach has extended an offer. It could be just a spot on the team. It could be a scholarship opportunity. Um, It's basically that they're committing to you as a student athlete and you're committing to them and their program, which means you're saying, I'm going to play for you. And they say, we want you to play for us. So that's essentially what commitment means when somebody says that they've committed. It's a mutual agreement that you're going to play at that university. And should you feel bad that you are not? Absolutely not. So as a 2026 grad, you are not even able to communicate with college coaches right now. So that's the starting point. You cannot communicate with a college coach until September 1st of your junior year. Um, So you've got a little ways to go from getting a commitment from even starting a conversation. So you should feel pretty good about that. If you're emailing coaches, reaching out to them, they're not allowed to write back to you unless D3s, you know, JCs, they're able to. D1s are not even able to respond to you right now. So if you're doing your work, sending your emails, you should not be looking to have any kind of commitment until your junior year, maybe your senior year, depending on your own timeline. Uh, But everybody has a different timeline, depending on what it is that you want academically or athletically. So 
you're on your own timeline. You will blossom when it's time for you and when it's actually allowed. Now, if this was a job and you were applying, the person hiring you would, the employer, say, okay, we'd like to hire you. Is it the same in recruiting where they would say, okay, we'd like you to commit to our school? So it's similar in that when you're hiring, sometimes when you're hired for a job, you sign a contract. When you sign a contract, you're locked into that job. For a softball situation, you're not really committed to it until you sign that dotted line. And that would be in the fall of your senior year. So all that time until then, you have made that agreement with the coach and you've made that commitment. And a lot of times in life, the only thing you have is your word until you sign in the dotted line. Then you actually have a contract. Okay. So somebody could actually be committed, but then still attend another school down the line if they have not signed on that dotted line. If another That's correct. Yeah. So if something changes on the end of, you know, there's a coaching change or maybe, you know, something changes with you and you want something different academically, there are the, there is the ability for you to change your commitment. It's not really something that, um, is a positive thing, you know, in some ways. So you want to say, if you're giving a commitment, make sure it's the school that you want to go to, make sure it's a program that you want to be a part of, and you're fully in on it. Because if you pull your verbal, that is definitely frowned upon in a lot of ways, if you just change your mind and you get a better offer. That makes sense. It's a small community, I'm guessing as well. Absolutely. All right, next question. Lisa, Brooklyn, New York, class of 2025. I like this one because I know this happened in my household. Our household is stressed out right now. In five years, we went from laughing in the car after youth softball tournaments to now, as a high school junior in the family, thinking every game or every pitch matters and impacts a college coach's decision of whether to recruit my daughter or not. Most of that joy has disappeared, and we need some advice on how to work together as a family to rejuvenate the fun and life lessons this game originally brought to all of us. Any advice you have would be helpful. This is such a tough one because it's um it's a stressful process. You know, the game is hard enough, never mind with all of the outside pressure that goes along with it. So this one, I mean, I I'm gonna think about this one as I as I really process, but I would say trying to keep things in perspective along the way is definitely most important. If your daughter is sending out the emails to the programs that she's interested in, if she's a 20 I would say if she's a, a 24, you know, right now or a 25, hasn't been hearing back from the schools that she's really been focused on, then it would be time to pivot and it would be a time to look at different schools. And maybe at that point, maybe there's a reason why she hasn't been hearing back, you know, so it's, there's a lot of evaluating along the way. There are not any coaches I know that are making a decision based on one pitch, one at bat one game, unless there's something negative that comes out and they've made a decision based on poor body language or, you know, poor interactions with teammates or coaches, or, you know, maybe something in the stands that they're witnessing with the parents. So most of the time decisions that are made on one at bat or, or one game are just are, are obsolete. They just don't exist because coaches aren't making those decisions. There's so many intangibles that go along with this process that's something to try to remove from your from your head. I used to like going to games and seeing, so there's a pitcher in the game and, and she's struggling. She's playing a really good team. She's struggling. She can't find the strike zone. The, the umpire's giving her a hard time. Those are my favorite games to watch because you get to see what they're made of. You get to see what is their mental toughness. What is their poise, especially for a pitcher or a batter who the tough zone is, you know, the, the strike zone is tough or you know, you just can't find the ball that day. You know, you're having a really tough time getting the bat off your shoulder or making solid contact. There's a lot of different factors that coaches are watching. So the game 
when you think, oh, I was 0 for 3, but you had, you know, two line drives and another ball that was caught at the fence. Were you 0 for 3 or did you have three quality at-bats? Finding different ways to evaluate your day. And it's a good thing as a parent to talk with your daughter about this. So what was good about your day? What did what what did you do well? And if it's like, I didn't do anything well. Okay, well, like I actually have a different opinion and share with them, you know, what you're witnessing. You know, I saw that when, you know, Sally you know, struck out that you were the first one up there to give her a high five and support her being a good teammate, those other things that are important. Why do you play the game? You know, it's a, it's a fun game. Think about when you were five or six or seven years old and you were just learning the game and everything was fun and you didn't really try to bring out that inner child in yourself again and, and evaluate why you're playing. And if it's bringing so much stress and so much difficulty, then let's have a hard talk about it. You know, if it's becoming, if it's overtaking her life and her personality and that she really doesn't want to go anymore, then it might be time to just really have a, a tough talk about it. You know, then, then what are we playing? Because it's, it's only going to get harder. So having that perspective as soon as you can and understanding if it's hard now, it's only going to get more difficult when you're playing in college, if you're not a starter, you know, so many different pieces. So um, it might be just time for a, a tough talk. Great advice. Follow up to that. As I'm sitting here listening to you from a coach's perspective, and I know there's no one size fits all. Is there a moment though, or moments that you think back of like, this is when mom and dad need to step away and I really need to hear from student athlete. What is that and when does that appear in this process from a coach's perspective? Because I, I know what the parents are thinking, gosh, I hope he or she does the right thing. In this case, in softball, it's the she, but uh, she's not ready for this yet. You know, all the things that are going through your mind because your role is still thinking of them as this little 12 and 13 year old, but they're not. Yeah, they, I, the sooner the better. You know, you can sit next to them when they're forming emails. You can help them find their words, but make sure the words are theirs. You know, you want the emails to sound like your daughter. You want the communication to be with your daughter, with the coach, because otherwise they're getting to know your personality and not your daughter's personality. That is such a, a big part of the process. As a college coach, I wanted to recruit student athletes that I enjoyed being around because you're with them six out of seven days a week, you're on the road with them for 24 seven, you know, so times that you're traveling. So you wanna make sure that their personality meshes with you, your staff, your team, so that it's a good blend that way. And if if we're not able to gauge that in the process, it's not really a, the right sale, you know, it's not really the a true process. So I would say the sooner the better, as soon as the emails are starting, they can just, they can start off with a little bit of assistance, but make sure that your daughter is doing the bulk of the writing and the, you know, sharing of, of different experiences. So it is your daughter's personality that's, that's coming through in the emails. Remember parents and students, you can always submit your college recruiting questions to us at any time, and we will answer them and address you personally on the podcast. Submit your questions by sending an email to info at collegerecruitingexperts.com and put in the subject line podcast. We will review those daily and who knows, we may answer your question right here on the podcast. Also, if we choose your question, we will send you a 50% off coupon code to join college recruiting experts where all of your questions are answered.